the world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so, so glad you're able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verse number 1 to 7. One day, the guild of prophets came to Elisha and said, You can see that this place where we are living under your leadership is getting cramped. We have no elbow room. Give us permission to go down to the Jordan where each of us will get a log. We will build a rumor place. Elisha said, go ahead. One of them then said, please come along with us. He said, certainly. He went with them. They came to the Jordan and started chopping down trees as one of them was felling a timber. His axe head flew off and sank in the river. Oh no, master, he cried out, and it was borrowed. The holy man said, where did it sink? The man showed him the place. He cut off a branch and tossed it at the spot. The axe head floated up. Grab it, he said. The man reached out and took it. Join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Eternal rock of our salvation, the great I am that I am, we thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I ask today that as I speak, O Lord, to your people around the world, I ask that you will bless the sound of my voice, illuminate the heart of listeners, so that your word will comfort, O Lord, and comfort us, especially those who may be going through some situation in their lives, those who may have lost their axe head, that they may be able to recover it this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is The Miracle of Recovery. The Miracle of Recovery. As part of recreation and stress coping mechanism, I play games on my iPad, but some other times I play physical games 
such as flying a miniature remote-controlled helicopter. However, on this occasion, I asked my wife to come with me to a disused century-old church building premises, surrounded by graves of faithful on a beautiful laid-out lawn that exude peaceful ambience. I decided to fly my helicopter. It flew very high than expected. I tried to turn it back using the appropriate joysticks on the handheld control. It went too far out of control and out of sight. I lost my beloved helicopter. I had no miracle of recovery as we shall see in this podcast. I was sad. I had to be. I had to let it go. After all, it is just a toy and have no consequence on my life. Brothers and sisters, life can be tough. We lose things that we love, such as family members, friends, and jobs. Sometimes we recover them and at other times we don't. Today, we're going to focus our thoughts on the miracles of recovery of important things in our lives. So, I invite you to please journey with me as we explore this intriguing story. This Old Testament story is not told just to fascinate us, but for our learning of the ways of God. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11 that all these things happen to them as examples, as object lessons to us, to warn us against doing the same things they were written down so that we could read about them and learn from them in these last days as the world nears its end. Elisha, the prophet, the protege of the prophet Elijah, had an extraordinary ministry in his lifetime. There were at least 17 miracles to his account in the first 10 chapters of the second books of Kings. He truly had a double portion of his predecessor as he requested in 2 Kings 2.19. Prophet Elijah started a school or society of prophets that continued expounding under Elisha. They had two campuses, one located in Gilgal and the other in Bethel, roughly 55 miles apart. The facilities in Gilgal needed some expansion. As a result of the exponential growth they were experiencing, so they decided to expand the facility. Here's what verse 1 to 2 says of our key text, and that's uh, 2 Kings chapter 6. One day the guild of prophets came to Elisha and said, You can see that this place where we are living under your leadership is getting cramped. We have no elbow room. Give us permission to go down to the Jordan where each of us will get a log. We will build a roomier place. Verse 3, with Elijah's approval, the bands of the sons of the prophets went down to the river with a borrowed axe and got down to work. As they were striking trees, something terrible happened. The axe head flew off the handle and sank into the Jordan River. They lost the axe head. Now the work had to stop. That is not the only problem. It was a borrowed axe. 
What would they say to the owner of this axe? We're not told if these guys were on some sort of stipendary income. Whatever the case may be, one of them would have to pay for its replacement anyway. These only spelled doom for this band of prophets. That is why they needed an urgent intervention, miracle of recovery. They needed this axe to be recovered urgently so that they would be able to continue with the project and also to be able to return it to the owner. Lest we forget, they had good intention to start the building project. But is good intention always enough? Why does bad things happen to good people? The old age question pops up again and again. Against the background of feel-good gospel, misfortune still happens even when we are in the perfect will of God to the point that things can quickly get out of hand and out of control like the situation these bands of prophets found themselves in. I don't know whether you have been there previously or you are there right now in the midst of your own lost axe head. Let me encourage you today, my brother and my sisters, that help is on the way. Only if you will lay aside your own thinking and put your trust in the one who had called you in the first place. This situation may appear inconsequential and even a waste of precious pages of the scripture. But no, remember that God wants us to learn a lesson or two from his word each time as they would help us to navigate our ways in this world. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 has this to say. The whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It strengthens us out and helps us do what is right. Brothers and sisters, our dependency must be placed squarely on God at all times. So long as you have chosen him as your father, so long as you call yourself a child of God. The lost axe head is not as simple as it may seem to some of us. It has generated big problems for the sons of the prophet. Thank God the had Elisha who had witnessed miracles firsthand with them. To get a clearer picture, let us consider the importance and the anatomy of the axe. Axes are among some of the oldest tools ever known to man. They have been in use for thousands of years. Axes come in different shapes and are used for different functions. As ancient battle weapon and as wood chopping tool, it is a simple but an effective hand tool. Its uses are endless. That's why it's very important that they had this axe, and that's why it's important that they find the axe. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening.
The axe head as presented in the scriptures and in this podcast is a metaphor for our relationship with God. How we handle what we have got and how we can experience the miracle of recovery from what is lost on us. The sons of the prophet might have handled axes before now, but maybe have not given it mechanics a thought until they lost it. Losing the axe means the suspension of the whole project. So the axe is vital to the progress and the success of their project. The question I want to reiterate for your digestion today is this. Have you lost your axe head? This may be your livelihood or your relationship with God. That thing that fires you up. If this is the case, then you need a miracle just like the sons of the prophet to recover it because you cannot labor without the axe head in your own power. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, Then he said, This is God's message to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You will succeed because of my spirit, though you are few and weak. It's not by power. It's only by the Holy Spirit of God. What is miraculous about the whole story is the fact that the axe head, a material made of iron, swam. How possible is it that a piece of iron such as heavy as that can defy gravitational pull? Brothers and sisters, that is what the Bible say happened. And you see that in verse number 6 of our key text. Now, the holy man said, where did it sink? The man showed him the place. He cut off a branch and tossed it at the spot. The axe had floated up. Wow. This is called miracle, friends. This is called miracle, brothers and sisters. If you can explain and understand it, it is science. But if you cannot explain and understand it, hooray, it is a miracle. In fact, the dictionary defines miracle as an extraordinary and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore attributed to a divine agency. This is why the book of Romans chapter 11 verse 33 says, Oh, what a wonderful God we have. How great are his wisdom and knowledge and riches. How impossible it is for us to understand his decision and his methods. As we coast home today, let us now consider the steps we must take to experience the miracle of recovery in our lives. In the same way as the sons of the prophet. One of the problems we sometimes have is a problem of living in denial. 
In order to experience the miraculous, we must own up, accept our realities. Denying reality is not faith, as supposed in some quarters. Here, in verse number 5 of our key text, it says, As soon as the axe head flew off the hand, they recognized and acknowledged the problem. They didn't just sit there and wept or complain. They acted quickly. One of the sons of the prophet, probably the leader of these lots, said, Oh no, master, we lost the axe. But it was borrowed. Next, they knew the location where the axe fell into the river. Sometimes in our work with God, we get lost in the scheme of things. But you know what, my brothers and sisters? We have to make effort to retrace our steps. Just like when you lose your house or car keys, you retrace your steps so as to recover what was lost. Here is what Revelation chapter 2 verse 45 says. Yet there is one thing wrong. You don't love me as at first. Think about those times of your first love. How different now. And turn back to me again and walk as you did before. Or else I will come and remove your candlestick from its place among the churches. This message was to the church that has lost its first love and needing to recover it. Once you retrace your step, the rest is left for God, the miracle worker to restore what was lost. If you are listening to the sound of my voice today, perhaps this is all you need to do right now to experience that miracle of recovery. The tragedy for some of us is that we refuse to accept that our axe head is lost and continue to walk and walk with the axe handle because we have been taught that that is faith. Remember, James said to his community, that is James chapter uh, 2 verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead also. Maybe it is time to stop all work until the axe head is recovered fully by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Psalm 127 verse number 1 has this to say, Unless the Lord build the house, the builder works is useless. Unless the Lord protects a city, sentries do no good. In conclusion of this podcast, brothers and sisters, this story, as interesting as it is, helps us to refocus on what really matters in our relationship with God. The one who created us. This story is equally meaningless without an axe head that flew off its handle and recovered. If this didn't happen, 
In fact, it would have just been another story of a bunch of prophets who went to the riverside to cut woods. Or maybe no story at all. Maybe I won't be spending my time trying to share this with you. But the crux of the matter is that there was an axe head that went missing. And that there was a recovering of this axe head. That's what makes this story more important to us. And as an example of how we can recover something that seems impossible to recover. Finally, it is worth remembering that our God never forced us from solving our problems our ways, irrespective of how difficult they are. However, the bottom line of this story is the need to absolutely depend on God in all that we set out to do in his name. With this, my brothers and my sisters, I will say to you, may the Lord continue to bless and to keep you. Let us pray again. loving and merciful God. I thank you again for this time with my brothers and my sisters. Lord, I pray that as many that have listened to this podcast will be blessed and will remain blessed. Lord Almighty, I pray also that those that may be looking to recover their axe head, may they recover it, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, this is because I know that miracles still happen. I know that you are still in the business of miracle. Lord, each day we go to bed, we wake up. That is a miracle in itself. And today, Father, I pray these lost axes, no matter how long they've been lost, may be recovered in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, no matter how deep they may have sunk, may they float back, O oh God, to the surface in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again. Amen. Father, we love to seek your face.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.